Welcome to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. We interview great guests who inspire you to overcome obstacles and achieve your goals. Be sure you visit our website at self-helpcoaching.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, just relax as you listen. You can do something else, but be ready to make an important note. My guest today is Melissa Ruschalk, a woman of many talents. Her entrepreneur magazine, Tree Entrepreneur, it gives a list of where to find things, advice, both business and personal, features, new businesses, or authors. She was born in 1982, a native to Lorraine, Ohio. Melissa grew up living with her grandparents, Francis and James LaShore. Did I say that right? You did. Okay, very good. She attended Clearview High School as well as Lorraine County JBS. While in JBS, she attended the Culinary Arts Program, graduated in 2001. Back in her 20s, she had everything figured out. Boy, we've all been there. Then life, then life happened, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> back, back in her 20s, she had it all figured out. She had a career path and the schooling to proceed with her choice. But life has a very funny way of changing even the best made plan. So at 28, after a medical emergency, she was left with a quote, with do nothing and live off the system, end quote, or quote, learn what she could still achieve on her own, end quote. She has never been a quitter or one to back down from a challenge. True, she may back off and regroup, but she will not give up. Holding on to this core value, she discovered her passion for writing. With her drive to see her words come to life, she is right there at the tip where things are starting to get exciting. 2016 saw the birth of her first written work, The New Rain, that's R-E-I-G-N. But what will the future hold? Let's find out together, adding some modeling, social media influencing, and other outlets for her work. We'll find out what she does and where life leads her is still an open road. I love your, your attitude, Melissa. It's a great, you're so open to the universe. You know, you, It's taken a journey to get here. If you would have met me back in my 20s, I was not this open to the universe. I was very closed-minded. Right. And when I had my medical emergency, which was two strokes and brain surgery. Wow. It changed my perspective on everything. Uh, talk about you transformed, I transformed. I used, I, was, I used to be a hardcore punk rocker with a big old mohawk. I sang for a punk band. I hated the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't violent, but I was an angry person. Uh, if you could have showed me where the, the doomsday button was, I would have pressed it to blow up the world. Uh, now, years later, I've been clean uh, and you know, so clean and sober for a very long time. I love the world. I love myself. That came first. Had to, that had to come first. And so I've transformed myself with the aid of others, and I continue to you know evolve and and personally develop because that's what I'm all about. So, and I think you uh, have the same. I think that you and I are from the same tribe. We'll find out as we as we discuss. I think we are. <laughs> so. Um, Let's get to my first question. What came first, being an author or entrepreneur? I've always wanted to own my own business, but being an author came first. And it was the journey of writing my first book and learning what to improve on 
and how to help others as authors, which was what created my publishing house. What's, what's the new reign about? The new reign is a new age young adult fantasy book. If you take Harry Potter, Star Wars, and Lord of the Rings, and you mesh it together, you have the entire series. That's great. You know, it's a funny thing. I always used to make fun of new age people in the 80s and 90s. Uh, up until uh, in the mid 90s, I realized I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's fantastic. And I, I love, you know, I, I'm an, I really consider myself more of an artist than an entrepreneur. You mm -hmm. know, I love business, but uh, I love writing. I love writing nonfiction as a person that's into personal development. But but I also love, you know, fiction, being creative and telling a story, especially an inspirational one with a positive message. I have no doubt that the new rain has is an inspirational story. It is. If you look at it, I wrote it in the dark moment of my life. So it's a little bit darker than I wanted to, to be for a 13 year old reading it. But at the same time, it takes us through is reality what we are told or is reality something we have to seek? <laughs> that is an excellent question. Uh, but, uh, you know, in terms of darkness, you know, you know, I, I always say that, you know, no one's all good or bad. We're, we're all both half. Okay, this depends which side we're giving more uh, energy and, and, and sustenance to. <laughs> that side will, will come out more. But so I don't consider, you know, I think that, and that, and that includes children. And I, I don't say that with judgment. I mean, oh, that's a bag. You know, that kid's got too much of the dark side going on. You know, this, we're always this way. So uh, if, if you talk about some darkness in your book, uh, that does, I don't think, in, at least from my perspective, that, uh, that doesn't discount it from any sort of inspiration. Uh, that just makes it more real. <laughs> exactly. I, I wouldn't two places I didn't think I would take that book. As I said, my audience at the time was a 13 year old because I wrote it for my daughter. Oh, okay, got you, got you. But at the Great. same time, it was just putting the pieces together and letting the story tell itself and that became the new reign. And I had originally meant it to be a single standalone novel. It has grown into three diff four different series and it's going to be over 22 books when I'm done. Wow. Now, that is a great ambition. This is the first. That is the first book. Tw 21 to go. I love it. Oh, no, no, no. The first book was wrote in 2016. The New oh. Rain, that part of the series of Light and Dark, has three books out already. Okay. Uh, the Arcading Chronicles just published the first hardcover book of the series. Uh, Obsidian Chronicle published last year, the first book in that series, and I'm getting ready to publish the fourth series that's in the collective series. So they're, they're sequential, they're, they're related, it's a sequence? There is, they are all related. You have to go, if you really want to start the series, you start with The Fallen, which is book two of the mm -hmm. Light and Dark series, and then intertwine everything else. Cool. When so I said it's uh, Star Wars, it, it's really like that. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, now let's talk about your entrepreneurialism. So uh, mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's your, your, your part as an author. But what about uh, being an entrepreneur? Tell me about that. Well, that goes with my publishing house, Trant Press. 
and we started off with very small number of authors. We just to try see where we need to increase our strengths, see what works, what doesn't work. Is it's my idea of a focus group. So my first authors were my focus group. What do I need to add, change, or do away with? So we are now adding new authors. We're adding services, and we're adding just last year the Entrepreneur Magazine. So you really got a, a great package there for writers and and people uh, people who wanted to do more of the business side, mm -hmm. not just for authors, but for entrepreneurs in general. Exactly. It's not, you have to run a book like any business. If you're not running your book like a business, your business is going to fail like any other business. Yeah, I like, uh, and I hope it's not a cliche. You know, Stephen King is probably one of the most well-known authors there is. He says that he's, one thing he's constantly doing is writing. And I don't doubt him. He probably has a great staff. <laughs> but, <clears throat> you know, our, if you're, I mean, that's obviously an author is a kind of artist, but it's just, as you said, it's a business. You know, you can't just, it can't be just be about writing. You got to have either an agent. If you don't have an agent, then you better be out there being your own agent. You got you to, I'm sure Amazon is a, is a game changer, but you've got to run, even if you're, you're an author, you know this far better than I do. There's a number of, th of, of I's to be dotted and T's to be crossed. It is. You have to know SEO. You have to have a marketing budget. Arthurs come to me all the time going, I have no marketing budget. What can I do for free? Well, free is good when you're first starting out, but you have to first figure out a marketing budget. Do, is it $50 a month? Is it $200 a month? Right. You have to be able to promote your business because that is your product. Totally. Okay, let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor and we'll be right back with Melissa Roostchalk. This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Perficio, perhaps the most common method that coaches worldwide use to get undisputable results for their clients is NLP. Visit www.perficio.io. That's perficio.io where you can make the changes you want and get the results you dream of. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. We're talking with Melissa Ruschalk. We're talking about being an author. We're talking about business and being, being an entrepreneur. Uh, would you, do you want to talk any more about, about entrepreneurialism or you want to move on? Oh, we can move on or... I, I'm, I, I, I'm interested in entrepreneurialism very much. So uh, you, you, I know you, you, work, you, you, you work with entrepreneurs mm -hmm. as well as authors. Do you want to talk more about that or, or, or you want well, to? Well, I took the entrepreneur side and added in there the motivational coaching as well. Tell me about your motivational coaching. Well, it's not just, I took it from my own standpoint. What worked for me? So what worked for me is, do I stand here and do all the negative stuff? What was me? I'm down in whatever, ground zero. Or do I learn the path to bring myself up. And that starts with myself. You have to start with you, with I, with me, before you can take that motivation and set, share it to the world. Absolutely. You know, just as I said at the outset, you know, when I, you know, with me loving the world, I had to, I had to love myself first. I, I, you know, there, I remember 
you know, I, I'm very into personal development and, and, and different forms, schools of it and such. Uh, and uh, here in New York City, there was this one relatively well-known uh, discipline, or at least this, I wouldn't say a sect. It was almost cult-like, but there was this group called Aesthetic Realism. And I'm very, in, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was quite a searcher before. I would have been, I would have been a prime candidate for a cult in the nineties. Uh, I was checking out everything, you know, including like Scientology and stuff like that. Um, but I checked out aesthetic realism and it was very interesting, but they, and they, and they are, they're very into art, but they, they espouse that you've really got to find the beauty in the world. Uh, and then you can find it in yourself. And, and even then before I was, you know, had revolved, as I uh, to the point where I am now, which I, I've learned a lot in the last 25 plus years, I said that can't be right. That can't be right that I find the beauty outside. Because when I tell you what, I, I see. I mean, some, how can you argue with a sunset even when you hate the world? But for the most part, I hated the world. This, I knew this because I hated myself. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I didn't find much beauty in it. It was it was far and few between. But when I changed about how I felt about myself, then I started seeing more and more beauty and loving the world more and more. And similarly, when it comes to uh, business or writing, all of my day, I have to make decisions, right? And and the, after the decision comes, then I go about the thing. After the decision, I just go run in circles, you know, you know, just uh, dabble here, dabble there. Oh, well, you know, some resistance comes up all oh, enough for that. You know, it's the decision that is the most important thing in my experience. Exactly. It's when I started my business, it was, do I go down in, in my darkest moment in my mind and go, I can't do this. Or do I try something else to find a path to success? It's not, I'm a failure because that's all I'm hearing in my ear. It's no, this idea is not working. What will make it work? You know, it's a funny thing. You know, I'll, I'll, I used to be very negative. Mm -hmm. Sorry that I'm kind of on this theme, but it's very relevant. You know, mm -hmm. and now I'm not. But though it took years and years of practice, and I still have, I still consistently weed out the weeds of my mind. I'm still doing, mm -hmm. but it, but it's there. Much there's it's there's much less than it used to be, and my girlfriend. She tends to be negative, and and I and and I you know and I'm, I was a, a personal development coach. Now I'm the head of a, a technological coaching company, and um, but I would say to my clients then when I saw it, and I say it to my girlfriend now, she'll say, "Oh, I, I can't, whatever." I say, "Listen, do you realize that you're just being negative?" No, I'm not. I'm just saying I can't do that. Well, you see that that, that the word "not" that's coming out of your mouth. Why don't you just omit it? Just drop it out and mm -hmm. and see what that feels like. So she goes from I can't X to I can X. And there's, oh, hey, I can, but I can't. Well, what if you could? What if you just drop that not? And that not is nothing but negative. That's all it is. It's not anything but anything else. Exactly. I was 28 years old and I had doctors telling me, you will never walk again. Which is the ultimate negative. That is the ultimate negative when you're 28 a single mother with a child with autism you'll never walk again you'll never be able to speak normal again well here i am 10 years later like 11 years later i'm speaking pretty much perfect i still have impediments but i'm speaking my, my normal and i'm walking up to eight miles a day wow fantastic so you know similarly i mean experts are great 
Mm -hmm. Experts are just people. All right. Yeah. They may know a lot, but they're just people. And, and uh, you know, I, you might have saw some of my cats. Melissa and I were talking before the interview. She she has a, a dogs and cats and, and long ago she had a bunch of chickens. We, we both saw that we were, you know, we're, we're similar people. So we're both animal lovers. And I'm really a dog guy. But now I have six rescue cats all rescued from my backyard. And they were making a, a, a little fuss around here. I hope it didn't distract you or the listeners. Anyway, one stray cat appeared in my backyard uh two years ago and meowing and so pathetically and um so i went out and, and comforted the cat and gave it some food for a few days and then it only ate only ate once and then it crawled up into my cat condo which had cameras on uh and it just stayed there for a couple of days when that was the weekend monday morning came i took it to the vet the vet said well you did a real good job by saving this this stray but she is a goner there's no way she's gonna live She's got too much uh, starvation or, or enzymes or whatever off the charts. This, this cat is a goner. So if you can just comfort her before she dies, then that'll be, you know, you'll have done going above and beyond your duty. I said, okay. I took her home and they gave me some medicine. I took her home. She, you know, she was in terrible state, skin and bones. Couldn't you know, to touch her almost set the, you know, the chill down your spine. Cat had a total recovery, total recovery. Cat is, and cat loves me to no end now because she knows I saved the life. So even when the expert tells you, you can't, you, you can't do it. You and obviously very personal, very important thing with your life and walking and, and, and speaking and your daughter and me with just, you know, a stray cat. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is, how seemingly insignificant it is, or if it's the greatest, most important thing in the world, that negativity will get you every time. If you let it, You've got mm -hmm. to be very deliberate in weeding it out or moving it from your psyche, just dropping that not, dropping that no, especially that never, the ultimate negative, mm -hmm. and, and do your best. Exactly. I had family members tell me I would never had my book in Walmart when it first came out. You're not an author. That's what they told me. Well, I have how many books out, and if you go on walmart.com, you'll find all of them. <laughs> I love it. It's not letting the people say you can't do it. It's telling take that that you take their negativity and go, okay, that's my motivation. Yeah. I'm going to be motivated by their negativity to propel myself forward. Absolutely. I mean, I, I find all my personal motivations. Oh, I can find them internally or externally, but the naysayers. You know, they're just the icing on the cake of my motivation, mm -hmm. especially when I achieve it. They're the icing on the cake. Sorry, it's just great. It's just great to show people up, man, you know. It is. It's <laughs> not, I'm not doing it to showboat or anything. I'm oh, doing sorry. it because they're telling me I can't. Well, right. I know in my heart or parts, I can do it. Absolutely. But but I, I'm going to contend that it's the icing on the cake for, for, for the naysayers. It's the, I mean, I'm not doing it for the icing. I'm doing it for the cake. But if that icing really makes that <laughs> oh, cake. Oh, I go. know. It, it's still a sweet feeling when you get to go back to your naysayer and go, ah, ah. What I did. <laughs> oh, man. I, I love to have them read about me, you know. Oh, yes. I <laughs> actually, last year, I was on the cover of five different magazines. Wow. International magazines. And wow. I was like, there's my icing. Great stuff. There's your icing. Very good. And it was one of the magazines that Angelina Jolie was on a few months before. So, it, yeah. 
Very good. Excellent. So yeah. let's let's take uh, another moment to hear from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Melissa Roostchalk. This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Perficio. How is your financial health? Are you ready for emergencies? What if you actually had in you the wisdom of Benjamin Franklin? There's a reason why his face is on the $100 bill. Visit www.perficio.io. That's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O dot I-O where you can make certain that you're on the road to be financially independent no matter what happens. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. We're talking with Melissa Ruschalk. We're talking about being an author. We're talking about entrepreneurialism. We're talking about being positive, staying positive. And now let's get into uh, something perhaps a little bit more personal. Uh, and I say this, well, Melissa is a very interesting person, certainly unique. Uh, I have all sorts of personal development people in this podcast. She, she is perhaps the most eclectic person I've had on this podcast because she's involved with personal development, but she's not necessarily in the field, even though she does coaching, uh, but she's, she's, she's an author, she's an entrepreneur, but she, she has such a, uh, an, uh, an appeal to a broader, broader group. Uh, and it's, it's great. And that's because she she must do what she does very well otherwise i don't think she, you would have this kind of appeal so let me ask you what is your favorite thing about what you do i guess i help people it doesn't matter who i'm helping it doesn't matter if it's an author just seeking advice of when to get a literary agent or if it's an entrepreneur where are the best sites to get a funding for my company or where do i find investors where do i find to research make sure they're not a scam artist where do i go for coaching who do you work with with coaching it doesn't matter who comes to me with a question if i can't answer it i probably have someone in my network that i can point them to and so and you have quite a big net, network too from what i understand you, you 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 do what you do well it's like i just said <laughs> I do. I have anything from a carpenter to Brad Blazer, who is a CEO uh, mindset coach that teaches other multi-million dollar corporations how to run their business better. Wow. And you've been at this about 11 years now? This, oh, or is that the books 11 years? No, that's the books. I just started this in 2016. Wow. Fantastic. Well, exactly. So uh, and we're going to, you know, at the end, we'll get to your, your contacts and all that, but uh, I'm going to recommend it because someone doesn't get, you know, to your position or where you are uh, without being very good. <laughs> so Well, I had a lot of doors when I started trusting the universe that just opened to me. When you trust the universe and you no longer have this negative cloud over you, you start seeing the path that you need. I, but I think that's a critical part about being very good because, you know, you know, and this is like, it's almost like one of our, the themes of this discussion about th this negativity that can get us. It can get, it can be so subtle. It can be so nefarious where, you know, um, not, not, if it's not just for something that you want to do and you, and you can't do, but just like the things that are required to do, whatever you decide you can do, you've got to be able to say to yourself, whenever it's necessary that I can do it rather, even if it's something that nothing more than just getting up early in the morning or doing that extra sales call or whatever it is required for your decision, your business, your endeavor, you've got to be able to, to keep going for it. 
You know, just, just uh, I'll give you an example. I just heard from my patent attorney just uh, uh, this morning. There's trouble with the patent. And I was like, oh, no, you know, so I can I could have been like, oh, dismayed and, and, and mm -hmm. maybe, you know, been dramatic. No, it's just something I'm going to deal with and we're going to resolve it and we're going to move on. <laughs> exactly. I've been working with an investor for my company to open the uh, factory part of my company now for two years. And there's always been setback and it's little things. There's not a major bad business plan or anything like this. It's just little things that happen. And anyone that knows attorneys know there's 30 pages for actually one page of information. <laughs> right. So it's just little things that, that you can go, oh, what was mean? This is never going to happen. Or no, it's the universe saying you're not ready yet. Let's pause and take the next step forward. What, what's that factory about, by the way? Uh, that would be for printing and binding my books and magazines, not only for myself but for other entities as well. Great. You know, um, that you're, really, you're really making things happen, uh, like I alluded to. Uh, I knew I had a right sense about you, but tell me more about uh, Tree Entrepreneur. What, what is that about? Okay, so last year, Damon John of Mr. Fubu, CEO of Fubu, had oh, okay. a thing on LinkedIn, send me questions and I'll answer it on your blog. Well, I don't blog. I didn't blog, I didn't understand blogging, but I understand writing. So what do I do? I create a magazine based on business so I could do a story that eventually would have Mr. Fubu a part of it. And then I sent him a PDF of the first copy because I was like, thank you because you inspired me to do something that I wasn't going to do. We're now in issue 11. We're doing a bi-monthly magazine, but I actually had Rachel Hamilton, who's a New York bestseller, just write for my magazine for this month. Well, what, yeah, does your magazine have a, uh, is, it public, is it paper as well as electronic? Or it is. It's both digital and you can buy it at walmart.com. And it's, and it's about business and, and being it an has stuff in there for business any business can use it anything from a startup to a uh ceo i think thick uses it because he's one of my best friends and it actually was on the cover of issue two because it was personal favor for me and we trade notes we go from okay where do i find investors where do i find marketing for my book where Here's a story about a business owner, how, how they started at scratch and made their Fortune 500 company. Great stuff. Now, what, what is, now the name Tree Entrepreneur, is that try as in three or is that something else? Try as in three because there's three of us beautiful women that run my company. Ah, okay. You want to uh, give them some shout outs or give me some? Sherry uh, Chapman, who is my romance author of historical fiction. She is my director of uh, human resources for my authors. She handles all my authors' questions and does it beautifully. Is this your, uh, is this like your LLC, Melissa? Or what do you? My LLC, yes. Right. Okay. So Sh Sherry works for you? Sherry works for me. Okay. And then Christina. Figueroa, I can't ever pronounce the, uh, the hyphen of her name, is my COO, and she works for all my business sense because 
she has opened and operated other startups and exited correctly. Great stuff. Now, so um, how difficult was it getting your LLC off the ground? And because um, oh, it was a challenge. Yeah. It really was. It's still a challenge, and it's every day there's a new hat I have to invent because I didn't know when I started it even with a 127 page business plan wow I, yeah I'm very detail oriented I had like I had like eight pages <laughs> and and, well, and I have my ambition of my company is to change the world with a revolutionary uh, app that's gonna make self-help finally I love self-help I love mm -hmm. personal development now, are you, I mean, obviously you're into personal development. And by the way, I have to apologize. I, I, I said that maybe you weren't in as much into personal development development as I didn't realize. I, that might've been a faux pas on my part. Uh, right. I, I do a little bit of everything. I do. I have a event that I think is being postponed. It was supposed to be in June in Hong Kong for the Heron Foundation. It was a seven day event for personal development and teaching youth to grow responsibly mentally and physically education i think that's being proposed because of where china is with covid but at the same time i also do schools i do networking i do stuff like this i just don't advertise that i do it yeah you you seem actually pretty humble to me uh and uh, i don't like it no i'm only kidding <laughs> uh, yeah. great so um that's great and and i'm glad that you clarified that uh but what i was saying about personal development my company auxilium uh is a technological coaching company and we we're creating this app which we haven't launched yet we're two years behind schedule uh because we're undercapitalized it's basically basically an app like this takes at least a half a million dollars to to launch we've been we've had we've had two hundred thousand dollars so we're still making it work but that's why we haven't launched anyway yet but we will imminently anyway uh and so I, i'm gonna change the world I, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna transform self-help uh and i, I love self-help now uh, how familiar are you with self-help very not okay. only do i teach it i practice and have three wonderful mentors that i've worked with to get me to where i'm at right now so you teach it, but you know, I contend that if you're teaching it, mm -hmm. then it's not exactly self-help because you're teaching it. You're helping the student. I think self-help by true That's definition. That's where my mentors come in. So they're, I'm always learning from them as well. Okay, great. But in in, uh, in my, in, in, the, in strict self-help where it's just a person taking a home study course, it's just them. Mm -hmm. And I can, and I contend that if it, if it worked, I'd have been a millionaire 20 years ago. I, I'm, I'm still living hand to mouth. Uh, so uh, so it, need, it needs a little bit more. Um, but, you know, you definitely need to, per I think that, I think that, and, there, and there's, there's, maybe there's not enough agreement, but certainly personal development and, and self-help get traded, uh, you know, exchanged. I, but I think there's a nuance or a distinction and you're definitely into personal development, but self-help perhaps not, but maybe that's just my own take. Uh, but uh, well, my app is going to transform self-help. Uh, it's you know, and it's going to make all the you know any all the claims will uh, our user will, will will actually experience them, and they'll be totally elated. They'll get everything that they hope for, as opposed to the opposite. You're going, oh my god! I took the, I read this Tony Robbins book. I was going to be rich, and and I got nothing. <laughs> you know, it's going to work. Anyway, my point is that. Um, 
in personal development, you you uh, you actually have a corner, quite a cornerstone. In per- oh no, hold on, before I, before I backed up, I wrote an eight-page uh, uh, business plan on on this technological you know coaching company, and you wrote 123 pages. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> so so you're a details person. I am, and that is that's for the publishing company plus the printing company because it's two different companies under the same umbrella. And actually, there's a core corporation that's on top that I'm CEO of, and then from there, there's two smaller corporations. Then then one you go down and you get to Tree and Press. I love it. Actually, one of my fortes, one of my fascinations, are organizations and hierarchies i'm all about that stuff i'm fascinated by that mm-hmm. stuff it's great and you just you obviously you're into it too <laughs> great stuff so yeah were you gonna say something it, well as an author i have to be detail orientated so i just took the detail orientation from being an author and transferred it into business touche great okay let's take our, our final commercial break and we'll be right back with melissa Ruschalk with her last segment This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Perficio. What if you could get the results of being coached without a human coach? What if a computer could coach you? Visit www.perficio.io. That's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O dot I-O. Where you can get coached without scrutiny, judgment, or pressure. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. We're talking with Melissa Roostchalk, having a wonderful organic conversation about all she's about and how fascinating she is. And now we're coming up to the close of our interview. And I want to ask her my final question. uh, And that is, why is coaching so important to you? There's so much negativity out there and it comes from ourselves. We find ourselves in a negative space. Well, what do we do but lash out to the world around us? Well, if you can find love within yourself, then you project love and harmony around you. Now, now I, that's a little bit foo-foo, but at the same time, if you put negative into the universe, receive negative. If you put positive into the universe, you find positive back. Absolutely. So, and so, you coach people uh, or your or people that that do you, do you also have coaching um, uh, employee coaches i don't employ coaches at this point i bet it's something that i will grow into right now i'm doing it on my own okay so you coach to- people and you help them uh stay positive avoid negativity mm-hmm. uh and now is it now i know certainly you do it for for writers for authors I do it for writers, authors, and business owners. Right, and you mentioned you mentioned investors. Anyone too. in between. Anyone, any entrepreneur, author, mm-hmm. you coach them. Very good. So I love coaching; it's fantastic. You know, and I, I, it was one. It's so satisfying when I was a life coach, a personal development development coach, working one on one, and especially when I would use like an NLP technique maybe one I wasn't familiar with and I learned how to do, you know, I was coaching over the phone. So people thought I was really so smart. No, I was reading out of a book. I did a lot of preparation before each coaching call. So whether I was with, familiar with the technique or unfamiliar with it and I, and I got a great result, I'm like, oh my, this one, it was like, wow, this shit really works, man. This is, I'm like, you know, they got their outcome. It was, it was awesome. But uh, coaching is so 
uh, satisfying. Mm -hmm. uh, helping a person, you know, get breakthroughs, pursue goals, go from dysfunctional to functional. That's, you know, that's what I was just alluding to. Uh, I love it. But, uh, you know, now with the, this, this app Proficio, I hope to bring it to 10 times higher because, you know, I just saw something just very recently that, that 15%, this is a statistic that only 15% of Americans uh, have enough savings for one year of retirement, <laughs> right? So we have to, so this is not just about finances or a business, but we have to personally develop, especially with the, you know, I mean, with the economies being so unstable, I just look how it is right now. Uh, we have to, it's going to take a lot of personal development or decision to uh, create a, 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 you know, a financial security or, or a retirement where, you know, you're not going to be destitute or in poverty. Uh, that's going to take a lot of change to, to change that number, not just from the 15% to the 85, but, you know, and, you know, and I'm just talking about finance here, uh, finance here, but I'm just pointing out that because most people are not, uh, most people are not into self-help. Mm -hmm. Less people want to be coached. Mm -hmm. But I'm pointing out that the statistic of 15% of Americans have uh, will have one year of money for retirement, uh, one year of, of, of a retirement uh, situation in, ready for it. So we need to improve ourselves if for nothing more than financially, if for nothing more than you know, retirement. That, that's right. a personal development issue. It is. You have to go with your mindset. You have to get your mindset right. Then you have to go into wealth management. And every person alive needs wealth management. It's not just for the rich. And wealth management is so you can plan for your retirement. So you don't have to retire when you're 85. Absolutely. The pilot course for my app, I, I chose The Way to Wealth by Benjamin Franklin. I figured I'm just some schmuck from Brooklyn. Who am I? I, I mean, go, who's the most credible person I, I could think of? Benjamin Franklin, <laughs> one of the greatest Americans of all time. And what are people uh, either most interested in or, or need most? Wealth wealth management. So The Way to Wealth, we made into it into our premier course because just as I just talked about, we need to improve our wealth, not for any greedy or for some bourgeois re reason, but out of necessity, we have to improve our, our wealth, if, our, if not our wealth, our wealth management so that we can, you know, live half semi-decently, if not now, after, you know, when we retire. Exactly. It's, okay, I have $100 in my hand. What do I do with it? Do I go out and spend that $100 or do I invest $50 of it to create baby money somewhere else and then have money to spend later. Totally agree. Melissa, you have been a fascinating guest, a very interesting person. Thank you, you. You're quite welcome. Do you have any final remarks for the audience? I do offer this one course as a pilot course right now, so it's not complete, but it is free for anyone wanting personal development. It's free on my website under courses, which is www.mylrusccsak.com. Right. Now you have a number of, of websites. I know you've got tryandpress.com. They are all linked. Every link that you can find, if you can find me on IMDb, which is for film and modeling or acting or voiceovers, that's all on my site. 
you can find my Facebook, my LinkedIn, my Instagram, my Twitter, my Twitch. I think that's all of them. Okay, and they can go get to all that social media on, on your website. They can find my social medias on my website. You can find my businesses on my website. Okay. I made it really, really easy to be found. Say and spell your website one more time and, and tell them what the free gift is one more time, please. M-L-R-U-S-C-S-A-K.com. And the free gift is a free personal development course that you can take it's called are you happy that's the name of the course that is a very important question it's so well titled well it's coming out with the my new book which will be out later this year fantastic uh great so and your social media you you, you know you're on twitter you're on instagram you're on facebook on on, on facebook you're uh author ml rusak Yes. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, Roostchuk rather, and uh, Instagram, your ML, ML same thing, and yes. same thing on Twitter. Oh, no, on, tw on Twitter, it's a little bit different. Twitter is my last name first. I right. had this wonderful Twitter page that was up for like six years and it got hacked last year. I do not like hackers, <laughs> I had over 150,000 followers, and now I'm back to a thousand. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, and we'll have we'll have a profile of, of, of you on our website. All your, your social media will be on there, or you can go to Melissa's website. Melissa, you've been great guest, really great value, great, interesting stuff. I highly encourage anyone to go to your website. Uh, are you happy? She's offering a free course. Are you kidding me? Go to our website. Are you crazy? <laughs> Check it out. Well, yeah. I have one more thing that's going on. If you check out my website, it's a question year right now. If you would like to take a travel trip with me. Wow. It's something that would be for authors, entrepreneurs, and later on would be for self-development. But I need to know where everyone wants to go. So, you wanted, so you're talking about a group trip? It's a group trip. Right now, it's a question year. It takes two minutes. None of your information is safe other than your answers for where you want to go. Great. So if you want to go on a like-minded uh, trip or tour, people in the personal development uh, area, authors, business, check check out uh, Melissa's website, same website, mm -hmm. and, and they can click on the link. Great stuff. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate your generosity, your time. Very interesting person. Great stuff that you do. And I, I want to thank you again. And remember, everyone, that we're all responsible for ourselves and we could all use a little help. With that, thank you, Melissa. Thank you for joining me, audience. And we'll see you next time at the Self-Help Coaching Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. Remember to visit our website at self-helpcoaching.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Self-Help Coaching Podcast.